Don't know much about history Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. Hi. My name is Mark, as it is every week. And as I am every week, I am joined by... Come on, say something. <laughs> Come on, don't do this to me. Jackie. I'm just listening. And? I'm here to listen. And that's Miles. That yeah. was Miles talking. And we have a guest this week in studio. Who is it? And by studio, I mean apartment. Tell us. We have Kirsty here. How are you, Kirsty? Hello. I'm great. Thank you. Hello. Awesome. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, really just the TV anime that started in 2013, I want to say, but if I'm wrong, who cares? Uh, and we're going to be talking about the part one of The Emperor and The Hanged Man, or maybe it's The Hanged Man and The Emperor. I think it's the former. Okay, whatever. Um, fucking ass. Episode 10 of Stardust Crusaders, episode, I don't know, like 36 of the whole series. Um, but before we start summarizing it, um, let me ask Kirsty, what is your like experience with anime? What is your your weeb level? Uh, n- it's not very high, to be honest. Uh, I just watch. Please don't gesture. Nobody, the listeners can't see that. I, I, I talk with my hands. I'm gonna gesture even if I'm in like a pitch black room. All right. But basically, I really like like One Punch Man, Mob Psycho 100, just like really action based animes. Uh, Sounds like you have experience in anime. You're like, I don't really true. watch much. Let me rattle off a bunch of titles that I've seen. That's more than I watch. Have you seen this anime before? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, you've seen a little bit of what, like part one, I think, or part two? Part one, yeah. Well, did you, wait, did you finish the Vampire England saga? Did you get to New York? I do believe so, yeah. Okay, so you're in part two, oh, okay. which is season one, because everything's confusing. Wait, uh, did you stop watching? I did. Why? School. School and another anime, I believe, yes. is what is the excuse you had given me when I kept trying to get you to watch JoJo's. That's actually very true. You were re-watching something? Yes, I was. I was re-watching... Uh, you don't even know, do you? I can't remember. You were watching Naruto, I thought. Or Bo- oh my, yeah, I was Boruto re-watching Shippuden. You're just re-watching the same show, well, and there's a whole weird vampire, semi-gay... <laughs> Stand-driven anime out there. Uh, I was watching the other gay anime out there. Naruto? Yeah. Is it homoerotic? Is it like that? It's, it's pretty homoerotic, honestly. Mm. Now I want to watch it. Yeah, I know that. there's like a scene where Naruto's just like laying down, and he sees a shooting star, and he's just like, Sasuke. And I'm like, oh, very gay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what Aww. friends do. Um, okay, um, I guess before Correspondence Corner, I'll ask, do you know what a stand is? It was mentioned a bunch in this episode. Uh, isn't that like kind of very like stupid answer, but it's like a power? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a power. <laughs> pretty much. Um, we've, we've had really weird answers, but we haven't asked that in a while because we've had a bunch of weebs on and then before that we were watching, hey, what's, up? what's up, airplane? Everything's just bl- like, that was ah! the, that's the closest one I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah it was that, inter- it was sound like it was going to crash into it our was, apartment. It was actually on fire. Whoa. Um, what were we talking about? Anime. We finished talking Gay about stands. anime. We finished talking about stands, and I think I was going to move into correspondence corner. <laughs> uh, anyway, so before we got hit by a plane... Uh, we were going to talk about, we have a few emails from people. We're recording this a little early this week. That sound was us flying to Correspondence Corner. Exactly. We flew to Correspondence <laughs> Corner. Here we are. 
<laughs> Please swallow. Nobody else wants to fill the space. <laughs> no. I'm not allowed to drink water. I want to hear that. All right. Okay, let me pull open my email. That's Migos' greatest contribution. What's that? Like being able to just go. He does that? No, just be able to go like in a rap song. You mean like now that you now you can do that? Yeah. I feel like Birdman did that before him. I tried to make that noise and I made a fart yeah, noise. Made a fart noise. I can't make noises anymore. My childhood is really is truly over. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so this one is from the guy that's called himself Dudu Osun and Osun Osun. Uh, and he, the title of his email are, is Cuban Thoughts. Oh. Quick one here from Kubon Oson. Mangoes are way more prevalent in Cuban culture. Taste- Wait, is this guy Cuban? I don't know. Hey. But if he's if he's giving hey. if he's giving if he's giving facts, he's I my mean, cousin. Who knows? Mangoes are way more prevalent in Cuban culture. Taste better and are generally accessible to at least some Cubans. Yes. Coconuts are grown in Cuba, but the average tourist or Havana resident has never seen one there. Mm. They are grown only in sites far from cities, controlled strictly by the government for exporting purposes. Mm. Keep up the good work. Uh, Things in Cuba are controlled strictly by the government? What? Is that true? How do you not? What are you? I'm joking. I don't like this joke. It's a dictatorship. It makes me uncomfortable. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, thanks for that, Dudu or Cuban, whatever whatever your name is, Osun. How do you know Dudu? Is your name really Castro? No. Oh. He's my cousin. You think it's Raul Castro emailing us? Yeah. Um, anyway, this is called Greek Candy and GHGR, and it is from Alex. Hello, wait, Alex. Wait, wait. What is this guy? What was Dudu's name? Dudu. No, what's his? What's Osun? This email? Osun. O-S-O-N. Okay, never mind. You trying to figure out Cuban names? No, I just there's a. Mm, you have a cup. You have there's a, a there's a there's a god that's what? like like Santeria and stuff like the Yoruba religion and um, some people oh, yes. follow it or think it's cool in Cuba, uh, and that's a thing. But it's different. It's not that. It's o- Oshun, I think. Is Dudu a Cuban name? I don't think so. Doo-doo. <laughs> Doo-doo. I, I don't know anything about Cuba. I'm just... There's... I have family. Osun, maybe? Yeah, there's uh, Ozun or Osun. Anyway, hi, Alex. Yeah, so pretty much... Could be the same thing. Anyway, hi, Alex. Uh, it says, Alex here. Well, we knew that. <laughs> Hello, my JoJo podcasters. I didn't write about candy on the last pod because I was still... I was having semester final exams. Still do. I like how I everybody... Writes in their excuses. They're yeah. like, "Sorry, I haven't been writing. I've just been, you know, doing dealing with my midterms." Like everybody has excuses. Yeah. Well, I, I, that I, just makes me not miss school at all. It <laughs> makes it sounds like you're upset at them, Jackie. When in reality, what it, what I what I, I don't wanted need, to say. I don't need to hear your excuses. What yeah. I what I mean. You to don't say report is, to me. That's what we want to say. Nobody cares, Alex. No, it's not no. that. It's not that Quit we don't care. It, it's not that. It's not that I don't care. Oh. It's that you don't need. You don't answer to me. You don't need to tell me. You know what I mean? Wait, are you talking to me? No, well, no, you answered him. No, I'm uh, kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> no uh, it's like you don't, you don't owe us anything. It, it is funny. We've had a few people write and go like, "Hey, sorry, I haven't been writing." I'm like, "It's fine. We have an anime to talk about. <laughs> you don't have to. We're not just sitting here coughing into a microphone, going like, where are the letters?'" Like, we do appreciate the letters, but we do appreciate. You're them. not obligated. You yeah, you don't have to. Anyway, um, 
but I'm still writing anyway this time. So in Greece, we have a gum called mastija that is made from a tree that grows exclusively on the island of Chios or Chios. I'm not sure. Mm. Probably Chios, right? The Greek letter C-H-I is Chi, right? Do Chios? I look Greek to you? Yes. Well, you're Italian. That's true. Full-blooded, baby. You look kind of Greek. Um, oh, and Mark with a K. Does an English version of go- Golden Heart, Golden Ring exist anywhere? The one with Fugo from part five. That's all. Bye now. Bye. P.S. Not horny this time. Sorry. Aww. Okay. Um, You'll get there. <laughs> uh, I looked up Golden Heart, Golden Ring, which is jo- uh, Giorno's Bizarre Adventure 2. And the short answer is no. There is no English version of it anywhere. Someone on Reddit started to translate it and then stopped about two years ago or so. Um, and that's really it. If you look in the Stardust Crusader subreddit, you'll find people up to as recent as six months ago saying, nope, no one's done it yet. And they, there is an Italian translation, but people don't like the idea of translating that because for part four, the whole Duang thing is because someone translated it to Chinese and then poorly to English, and so you lose a lot of the meaning. So short answer is no, but you could post on there and say what's going on with that. So, yeah. I'm going to read that Italian translation. Okay. You do that. Please tell me. It's molto bene. Mamma mia. Mm-hmm. Pizza. Yep. Let me see. Okay, so we can move on to the episode now. That's all we got for right now. Great. Um, all right. Just waiting for the plane. <laughs> yeah, the plane to take us back. Please wait <laughs> for a plane. Yeah, Emperor and Hangman Part 1. And yeah, it is a 36 episode. Okay. So I thought they were taking the train to India. Yeah, I think we just... From Singapore. I, I at least got confused with the fact that the last episode they said they were taking a cable car. Mm, no, they were taking... Yeah, taking a cable car to the train station, to the train to India. But they were on a boat at the beginning of this ep. Yeah, a, well, a boat is like a water train. There's only one car, though. So? In what other ways is it like a train, then? You put people in it and it goes. It goes... It makes no, a noise. It makes like a yep, choo-choo it noise. Makes sounds. <laughs> Not yeah. choo-choo, but it makes a noise. It makes like a... <laughs> Maybe it's it's steam-powered. I don't know. You could have a steam-powered boat. Yeah. Well, I was just hoping they would take every mode of transportation this season, and I'm bitterly disappointed. What if the JoJo... As a Tran fan. What if the... That's a fan of transportation. Okay. (laughs) What if the the JoJo crew rode like a big tandem bike across the country? I would love that. I was hoping for bicycles next. A bike for like five people? Yeah. A five-seat bike. Mm. A tandem bike. What happened? So what happened to Anne? They left her in Singapore? They left her in Singapore, but she followed them on the train, but she didn't show up in this episode yet. Uh, is she still around? What I've... Oh, know, yeah, she followed them on the train. Yeah, Where is Jesus. she? Jojo. Um, yeah. She's probably dead on a train somewhere. No. True. Just they'll find the body of a 12-year-old girl at so some point. What is her deal? So she followed them to India on a train, but they ended up on a boat. Maybe they transferred and that's where they lost her. Yeah, because they were on a train. At the end of last episode, they were on a train. Yeah, what happened to that train? Well, they went to a boat. Did it go into the ocean? They were taking a train maybe to the dock to catch a boat. That has to be it. Hmm. Um, Or maybe there's countries in between Singapore and India. I don't know. No. Mm, You could go up to... uh, Who cares? Um, Shoutouts to Malaysia, Indonesia, whichever. Uh, You wouldn't take the train to Indonesia. Why not? Because it's an archipelago. What's Singapore on? I don't know, bro. All right. To, to Papua New Guinea, okay? Um, okay. This has been Geography Corner with nobody that knows anything. You know stuff. You're yeah. a sporkle man. I, I can name almost all 197 countries. So Don't. There's that. I won't do it. <laughs> We're not going to do it. 
Um, that's called lunch breaks are too long. <laughs> uh, so they're what, what, what are they doing they're they uh, get off oh no no no! they're talking about india yeah, and they have all these misconceptions about it yeah they're right. like when you think of india you think of curry and f- people eating curry and falafel um but abdul is like falafel i don't think yeah. they say falafel uh what did i write here they don't eat falafel over there they say that they're I gonna get sick immediately f- oh fall ill it says fall ill in my notes not falafel <laughs> fall illful yeah because yeah fall ill so yeah, you cut curry and you got to be careful because you'll fall ill. But Abdul is like, it's nice, and yeah. the people are simple. In the uh, in the manga, one translation is is Abdul just goes, "What a bunch of stereotypes," which I think is great. <laughs> That's but true though. In the manga and in the uh, in the OVA that we watched, because we used to be watched like a home video version, which was just like before they had a TV like network running anime, they had just like sold DVDs for people to watch at home. Um, and so because I didn't think we were actually going to do this and watch the series all the way through, I, we watched that first. So it's, I've, re- I read the manga a long time ago. I'm familiar with the whole series. Um, Miles is seeing this stuff for the first time, but he recently saw the home video thing. And, uh, yeah. basically we've seen this story before, but adapted differently. When you say home video, it makes it sound like America's funniest home videos. Like we watched a, like a home camcorder version of jojo's bizarre adventure yeah and polnareff stepped on a rake and yeah. it hit him in the forehead and he was like oh. yeah um and it was my, like and bob I, saget said something hilarious this is my second time watching this season in case right. anyone was wondering because you and i rewatched jojo's yes um so yeah abdul is like welcome to calcutta and they get off the boat and they're just mobbed by people that are trying to sell them stuff ask for money one dude um, was like Takakyo in. He's like, "Do you want a tattoo? You're so pretty." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think is great. Kakuen later mentions that his wallet got stolen. Um, Polnareff said he stepped in cow shit. Mm. Um, but yeah, in the OVA in the manga, there's like extra scenes being like, "What if they 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 worship cows and so the cows can just block the streets?" And there's like one or two other things that are a little bit, you know, stereotypical of India or whatever. I but. like that Abdul is like, "This is what makes the country so wonderful." <laughs> yeah, he loves it. He Abdul, loves we it. assume, is Indian. We're not entirely sure, but I don't know what he is. So. Isn't he Egyptian? No, yeah. He's into Egyptian stuff, but I believe that he. I don't think he's Indian because he would have. His I name fe- is Abdul, I, yeah. I feel like he would have mentioned it here. He, he would have been like, it. I am Indian. He would have been like, I grew up here or something, you know? Maybe. That's true. I don't know what Abdul is. Um, I, I think, think he's smoky. What the fuck does that mean? I think he's. Smokey just converted to Islam. Oh, oh, okay. You think that Smokey grows up to become Abdul? Yeah. Huh. That's a dumb way to feel about it, but okay. Prove me wrong. I guess I can. <laughs> um, That's a theory. So they end up, Is it, do they just go straight from here to an Indian restaurant? Um, yeah, but they're all Indian restaurants in India. <sighs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, they're in an Indian restaurant in India, and they're drinking a drink. I, I tried. Chai. Oh, the drinking chai. I didn't catch the name in the subtitles because I was writing notes. So I used to work at um, like a Starbucks-y thing at my college. Do you know how to make chai? No. Uh, You take chai mix and you steam it. Oh, I don't think that's how they did it. Abdul explained some other things. I know he said you use Starbucks chai mix (laughs) and you steam it. I don't. I don't think that's really how you do it. Great. Um. Yeah, so they talk about Thai, which is milk. Ginger seems to be a key factor in it. Black tea. Uh, it's black tea, right? Yeah, and the term chai, which is used in Eastern European countries too, like Russia. 
And turkey. Um, comes from the Chinese word for it, um, which I kind of oh. forget. It might just be chai, but I know in Japanese it's, it's cha or ocha. So mm. pretty much every country that says chai, whatever, like in, in Russia and probably India and other countries, chai is tea. Yeah. So there's no, like when people say chai tea, like my, my friend growing up was Russian and it would drive him nuts. Um, I mean, it's a very... He sounds real uptight. Yeah, it's it's a sort of a weird way to look at the universe to go that you're you're saying it wrong, but but you know it's just chai tea for him is redundant. Mm. Um, but it was that specific Eastern style, basically. Um, so they're, drinking, they're sipping on chai, and then Polnareff stands up to go to the bathroom. Not yet. What? Uh, they're still talking about India. Abdul is like, "This place is great. You'll get used to it." And Jotaro's like. I like it. It's great. Like really monotone. Like yeah. it's great. This is a cool place. It's the most emotion he's shown in this whole show. Um, and uh, Abdul. I'm. I mean, not Abdul. Polnareff is just extra obnoxious this entire episode, but he doesn't like it. Uh, and he's like, "Well, I guess it takes some getting used to, or something." Um, or or something about people adapting. People will adapt. Um, and that's when. Oh, yeah. Then he says something about... Uh, Polnareff says something about how he's gorgeous and he needs gorgeous food or he, something. He gets up to go to the bathroom and says, like, order something that would befit a gorgeous Frenchman like me. Yeah. Uh. And Kakyoin says, that means we can get him anything, <laughs> which I think is really funny. And Joseph's <laughs> mouth is wide open as he... Yeah, he's shocked. He does this. Either he's shocked or the animators forgot to draw like him, <laughs> him closing, cl- closing his mouth. <laughs> he just left it open the whole time. Um, so Polnareff goes to the bathroom, which as you'll learn is an awful thing for Polnareff to do. On his way to the bathroom, a guy just gives him a stick and walks away. Well, he's a little bit more than that. I think he just it's, a, him- it's a pole. It's he, more he than says just like, your common stick. He, he tells okay. him to use this, doesn't he? And then yeah. he's like... I don't think he really... Did he really say anything? I don't he, think he did. He was just like, here. <laughs> Here's this uh, pole. <laughs> what did you guys think the pole was for? For sticking up his butt. I no. thought... I thought he had to wipe it. I thought there was going to be no toilet paper and he would have to wipe his ass and then put with his hands and then put and then wipe it on the stick. Yeah. Or he'd have to like plunge the poop down the toilet. I I thought that too. That's that's what I was thinking is that he'd have to stuff the shit in the toilet. Mm. Like they just never figured out how to make bigger openings. (laughs) Um, And yet it's, it's somehow even grosser than all of those thoughts. No, Um, it's not grosser than that. So they, they, it's it's not grosser than my thought, um, I think. So <laughs> Polnareff goes to... Oh, by the way, there was a dog in the scene where they're being mobbed by uh, Indian people on the street, and I uh, was worried that the dog would die somehow. Same girl. Cause ev- what? Because every dog in the show dies. Same, is that a reference to Same Girl by... Usher and R. Kelly? Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, Love that song. <laughs> so Polnareff... Uh, goes to the bathroom and we just see we just see off camera him scream and he runs out of the bathroom and he grabs the guy that gave him the stick by the by the shirt collar because oh yeah because when he when he got the stick he said to the guy he was like what do i use this for and the guy just kept walking and there's like the hallway for some reason is in cgi is yeah. this is happening when he goes in the bathroom it like zooms out and goes back down the hallway it's almost like david production gets like a budget for cgi each episode and they're like fuck it because we were talking about how in one season, there's an episode where they have to roll dice a lot. They're playing a gambling game. And the dice are always CGI when they hit. And you're like, why would they spend the money here? But yeah, this is this this takes the cake. It's a bathroom hallway that is mm-hmm. three-dimensional. Yeah, maybe if they don't use it, they lose it. 
Or maybe it's to save money because instead of having to draw a hallway multiple times, you just go down a 3D one. They could have not drawn the hallway or something. Yeah, but they wanted to be faithful to the... Um, so Polnara freaks out and runs back down the hall, grabs this guy, and is like, what the fuck is in that toilet there? And we look, and there is a pig's head coming up. It's attached to a pig. Yeah, I thought it was a dead pig's head at first, but it was very much alive. It's a living pig. It's yeah. a living pig, and the pig has his head jammed up through the toilet hole. So his head is like coming out of the toilet, pretty much. And the pig is really enjoying it. Yeah, he looks pretty happy to be there. <laughs> um, and I do like that the, uh, the, the attendant calmly says, this bathroom is strange even for India. And he says, they built the pig pen up too high, so sometimes the pigs get their heads through. Um, and this pig, by the way, its head would not fit through that hole. Or if it did, it'd be stuck. Like, it's, that's not... Pigs do not... They're big. It looked like out of like the end of a Looney Tunes episode. You mean when poor, like a, if Porky Pig looked realistic and instead of oh the Merry God. Melodies logo, it was a toilet? Yeah. He just jams his head through. He's like, that's all fucks. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that's not what it was? Yeah. Did you watch a different show going on, Miles? Because, yeah, that's what happened. Porky Pig would say, give me all your shit. And then a bunch of shit would fall out. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the guy explains that we I, built- I think maybe the pig could fit its head through the hole if it was like lubed up. You know, you know how pigs like mud? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say lube. I was like, pigs- I did say lube. I know, but I thought you were going to say pigs like lube. And I was no. like, <laughs> do they? No. Pigs love everything. That's true. They would pigs eat anything. M- pigs might like lube. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't want to know. I hope nobody's ever found that out. Don't kink shame pigs. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm just uncomfortable with um, things with pigs. Um, so still though, I think if a pig got his head through that, it would be stuck, but it doesn't matter. We don't need to debate geometry. Um, well, when you hit him with the stick, you smash its skull. No. The, the <laughs> and then it fits back that through. The stick is there. And again, he should have explained this. He did not though. The when stick- he gave him the stick, he should have told him, Hey, it's for the pig. Like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, Paul Nath called after him to be like, what's this stick for? And he just ignored him. He's like, ah, this is going to be fucking funny. <laughs> He's like, it's for when the pig sticks his head up the toilet, you bash its head back down. And then the guy demonstrates, he hits the, the pig in the head with the stick. And then he's like, see, now you can go to the bathroom while he's recoiling. Um, <laughs> but there's other pigs down there. One of the other pigs could stick their heads out. And Polnareff mentions like, wait, so this is what, the pigs eat this? That's a lot of pressure when you're trying to poop. Pressure pushing down on me. Is that what that song is about? Pushing down. It's about <laughs> being a pig stuck in a toilet. No, it's about the pressure head. of pooping before a pig sticks its head up your butt. No, mm. I like the idea of it being a toilet pig singing. Okay. <laughs> being like, that stick pushing down on me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing in some countries? Do they ever let people, do they let pigs eat people's shit? Do they want to eat that? It's very gross. Is the pig Bowie or Mercury? Um, I'm going to go with Mercury. I don't think pigs eat shit. Uh, I do hear they eat everything. Mm. Specifically from the movie Hannibal, they can throw a human corpse in the pig pen and it's like destroyed in a matter of minutes. Well, a lot of things would eat a human corpse. In Charlotte's Web... Including me. No, wait. It's the rat that likes the rotten egg. Never mind. (laughs) Charlotte's Web is your go-to for all animal behavior? All (laughs) pig-specific behavior. Mine is Animal Farm. Oh, okay. I haven't read either of these books because I need pictures. Mm, I, I, I saw the cartoon, which is fantastic. Aha. And the live action movie, which is okay. Who's uh, who's uh, who's in Charlotte's Web, the live action? 
I don't remember. I remember the pig. There's no humans, right? It's all animals? No. No, no you need the girl. Yeah, that's who I'm trying to and figure Zuckerman. out. And Zuckerman. Because it's his Mark, famous Mark pig. Mark Zuckerman? No. <laughs> Damn the little it. girl's Dumb. name is what's the little girl's name is? I don't remember what the girl's name is. Is it Matilda? Is, is it um, It's like a Mara country. Wilson? I think it's like a country name. Oh, like Haystack? <laughs> no. Oh. Haystack is not a country name. It's like it's Luann or something. It's like Oh, one I thought of, one you meant those... like Bulgaria. No. <laughs> you know that country Haystack. I mean like <laughs> like southern. Sounding. Hey, there's only one European country that starts with H, I think. Hungary? And it's probably Hungary. Yeah. Technically. What do you mean, technically? Uh, I don't know, because some countries have like two names in them. That's true. Like Bosnia, shout out. <laughs> Bosnia and Herzegovina, that's true. That is true. It's two territories after the ah. Yugoslavian Dakota country. Fanning. The girl's name is Fern. The girl's name is Fern, which is a different plant. Haystack was not that far off. Julia Roberts was also in Charlottesville. Was she the pig? Yes. Just like in real life. Ugh. <laughs> I have hot takes about Julia. This is, a, this is a star-studded movie. It's got Julia Roberts. It's got Dakota Fanning. It's got Steve Buscemi. It's got John Cleese. It's got Oprah Winfrey. Cedric what? the Entertainer. Kathy Bates. Reba McIntyre. Robert Redford. Thomas Hayden Church. And Andre 3000. Wow. wow. Andre 3000. Yeah. Yeah. He actually just wraps bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> the whole movie. I don't know what animal he is, but... Um, he's the pig. So uh, back to the second scene of this show. Um, Wait, he's, he's the cow. A very important. Oh, is he? Uh-huh. A very important note. Uh, I think it's very important, central to the plot of this. Uh, they also say that the, the 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 guy that gave him the stick, he was like, my boss. Uh, my oh, boss God. leaves the pig in there while he poops so that the pig can lick his butthole. Yeah. Clean. He says licks his butt, which at first you're kind of like, all right, maybe he says it tickles his ass cheek, but then he says it gets him really clean, which is disgusting. Yeah. This show is disgusting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I if this was the only episode of JoJo I saw, I might not like this show. <laughs> I don't know. The, the first episode ever just takes the kick in the most annoying like anime episode I've ever watched. You mean because of the way Jonathan is? Yeah. Aww. Yeah, uh, I'll be so with Jonathan. Oh yeah, well you saw the whole first. It's the arc. most annoying anime episode you've ever watched. Yeah, and you kept watching. Uh, honestly, I had to stop, and I didn't watch it for like a year after watching that first episode. Good on you, that's wow. crazy. Wait, have you listened to this podcast? A little bit, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um, what, what? What? What is the connection with that, Miles? I'm just wondering. Okay. People shouldn't listen to this show. No, they should. It's the opposite of oh, what we okay. should say. The, There's a say, lot of when, other JoJo's podcasts. When though. Jonathan is a child, shut up. When Jonathan is a child, he's really annoying. When they flash forward, I don't know how if you felt that way. When they jump forward like six years or whatever. Yeah, he's still really annoying. He's yeah. still annoying, but he's not as bad. Like when he's a kid, he's like, <laughs> there's literally a part where he like throws himself on his bed and he just like thrashes around as a kid. He's just like, I hate you so much. And he just like <laughs> contorts his body. But then as an adult, he dies. Like, he's That's what like, happens. I hate Dio so much. But does he die? Yeah. Or does he live on in a different way? Well, you know, it depends on how you view the song. <laughs> right. Um, so, fucking... Anyway, the bathroom... So, Polnareff says that he's not going to go to the bathroom at this point. He's like, whatever. And he's just washing his hands, probably because he fell on the floor in this, this bathroom. Um, when he's washing his hands, he sees in the reflection of the mirror, he sees this horrible-looking mummy. One no, of the- first he just sees a hand. He sees a hand yeah. and looks back and he's like, 
oh, there's nothing there. And then he looks back into the mirror and there's the hand again. And he looks back and now it's a cre- creepy guy. And well, he yeah. doesn't see it when he looks back. But every time he looks in the mirror, he sees more and more of this creepy mummy man. Yeah. And then he goes, when will my reflection show who, who I am inside? What is that from? It's Mulan. Mulan. I don't watch Disney. I don't know. Oh, you should watch Mulan, dude. It's cool. Isn't that, it? It's a very good. Isn't it movie. super racist? Like, aren't the Huns like no. the literal monsters? No. They were like that in real life, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Think I don't think so. so. Anyway, they're the bad guys. Uh, yeah. Um, so one he, thing to note here as well is that um, Polnareff is like, well, I just. You know, here they have pigs in toilets. So seeing a monster in the window is not right. uh, yeah. unusual. He's like, yeah, because he's like, maybe I just saw something. He's yeah. like, he thinks he's just adjusting to the country. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, I just need to get used to the culture. <laughs> it's yeah. a culture shock. In the beginning, Abdul, monsters in my window. In Britain, they drive on the left side of the road. Here, you see monsters in reflections and toilet pigs. Just gotta get used to it. Imagine if in the beginning there was like all these different things, like the people hitting them up for money and like someone like trying to give you a tattoo and then like a bunch of mummies with like two right hands and like knives coming out of their wrists. And he's like, I guess I am getting used to it. Uh, So he notices that every time he looks at the window, there's nothing there. He only sees this mummy thing in the reflection. And it's super cool looking. It's one of my favorite stands aesthetically. It's kind of like a mummy with almost like a machine-like face that you see parts of. And it's got like just an open hole for a nose. No pupils, uh, but when it bends its hand back, out of its wrist comes like a knife, like a blade. And Polnara freaks out and summons Silver Chariot, and Silver Chariot just stabs the uh, the mirror uh, mm-hmm. where he saw the uh, the bad guy. And then he leaves. And I think does does he is the mummy is uh, the hanged man just chilling in the in the pieces of the mirror on the ground? I don't think we know. Maybe. I forget if no, if, he if doesn't show up after he breaks the mirror. Okay, um, and then he leaves. He he goes outside, and then the the rest of the guys come out, and they're like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And he's like, "All right," I'm, and and Polnareff is like, "I'm gonna leave you guys uh, because I need to go uh, chase this guy alone." He this is the hangman. This is the guy who you know uh, fucking killed my sister, et cetera, et cetera. I'm gonna go find him and kill him. And he's like very like. I'm gonna do this thing. Yeah, it causes yeah. mad drama. Yeah, because Abdul is like, no, dude, like, he probably wants you to go after him alone. You know, this is stupid. You're being stupid. And then Polnareff is like, really mean. He yeah. is really mean. He's he calls really Abdul mean. a coward. He's like, I heard that when you met Dio, you ran away. So you don't understand. And this this argument, by the way, is a complete He's diversion. calling him names. He's not addressing his point. Abdul's point is like, this is a dumb decision strategically. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, you don't know what it's like to be angry and want to do something irrationally because yeah. you run away, which is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, I like this conversation, though. I think it's really realistic. It's mm. just two hyper-testosterone dudes. One's trying to do the right thing, and they're both just being stubbornly aggressive to each other. I don't know if Abdul really would take a swing at Polnareff, though. That didn't quite feel on brand for Abdul. I feel like Abdul might be more calm about it. But I think he knew that Joseph was going to hold him back. This is like one of those like... Hey, hold me en- back. Hold me back. Hold me back. Right. It's like a fake NBA no, he seemed, fight he seemed nobody's very... really going to fight. So eventually Abdul <laughs> goes to punch uh, Polnareff because Polnareff is saying, oh, be the mature one just like you always are, Abdul. And Abdul uh, goes to punch take, him. He's just taking shots at him. And so, yeah. And then Joseph Abdul... grabs his arm. But yeah. Abdul looks really surprised. I don't think this was intentional. I think he really was going to whap him. Um, that's how... Polnareff deserved it. That's how Abdul deals with things. He grew up in the Bronx, dude. 
I don't think he did. He's not yeah, smoky. He Prove me wrong. Oh my god, smoky. you missed theory. How does he know Joseph? They, they go way back. Yeah, they go way, way back to New York. <laughs> no, no. Um, so uh, Joseph says, let him go. And Polnareff goes on it alone. Because Polnareff feels that it's his vengeance. And he already said, I don't care about Dio. I already told you guys I'm just here to avenge my sister. So that's what I'm going after right now. Yeah. Abdul is disappointed in in Polnareff. And they should have been more like, he should have been more forward in saying, we will help you. Like, we're going to come along with you and we'll we'll help you. Because it all leads back to Dio, so we need to stop him too. Oh, so it's Abdul's fault? No, I'm just saying that this might have helped the. I'm not, what, I don't think it. I don't. Polnareff was like, "No, fuck you guys! I don't want your help." That's I, what he was saying. I would have said that. Um, yeah, but Polnareff was not going to listen. Um, anyway, so um, Abdul is like, "Well, you're going to lose because you're cocky. You know, you think that you you think that you're invincible. You think you don't need anybody's help, and that's why you're going to lose." And Polnareff is like. Well, your d- divination will be wrong. Yeah, because Abdul is a fortune teller, so he predicts things. And he flicks his necklace. Does he flick his necklace? Mad disrespect. <laughs> oh my goodness. How much disrespect? Mad. Oh. And the then, quantity of mad. Oh, there's the, the plane. We're, it, we're back. That, that one's far enough. I'm far away enough. <laughs> I know. Those were really close. I was scared. I was ready for death. What did you think was going to happen? Describe Just, it in detail. I was ready to hit the ground. Just a wing coming through that window. Hmm. hmm. Just killing us. Hopefully killing us fast. That would have been our best episode, though. <laughs> be the, the unreleased episode. It's on the AV Club. Listen to these anime oh, dorks get killed and by a plane. That, yeah, and that's how like our podcast would be would be like go viral and become really popular because we'd be killed in a plane crash and it would make the news and then everybody would be trying to get their hands on this episode and then everybody would listen to all our old episodes and then we would live on forever in people's memories and we would have hundreds of thousands of fans. Totally worth it. It's like being a painter. You're only popular once you die. You know what I mean? Hmm. A lot yeah. of the famous painters weren't popular. Um, <laughs> so, do they then split up and do we get the montage of Polnara no, well, asking people? Now we hear the tromp tromp of elephants. Oh, right. We cut over to Whole Horse. And yeah, the sound effect is tromp, 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 which just sounds like they're like real MAGA elephants. <laughs> Um, I thought the same thing. You had to. It was. It's almost the name of our president, and uh. it's the symbol of the GOP. That's oh. true. Yeah, that was that. That was imagery designer reflect how Republicans just flocked to Donald Trump <laughs> because he was the best shot they had. Do you think that Araki predicted Trump's presidency? I think we're seeing it right scene? here. Yeah. He predicted 9-11. Everyone knows about that. Yeah? He, he did? There's theories that later in the Oingo Boingo stuff that based on some of the drawings, there's like there's like a plane going into a tower on someone's t-shirt and in the same frame there's someone with like a 911 oh shirt on God. and it's like... Is he predict- it's been brought up to him too and he was like, no, it's just a coincidence. He like, what else was he going to say? That Bush did it? He predicts that the Jews did it. Oh. You're an anti-Semite. I'm Jewish. I can't be an anti-Semite. True. Well. But the Jews. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so we hear the Trump Trump with some elephants. We got a whole horse. He is on a horse. No, he's on something. an elephant. He's on an elephant. He's on the elephant. He's, on, he's stromping around. His name in this episode is Whole, whole Elephant. <laughs> um, okay. Whole, whole horse, horse is whole on horse, an elephant. Which is a reference to what musical act? Full force. We already did this. Full force. What is full force again? I don't remember. 
they're a uh, rap group from the 80s. They helped, uh, they did that song, Alice, I Want You Just For Me. I don't know. They helped produce and introduce Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam to the world. Oh. That's why their first single, I think, is with Full Force. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, his name is Whole Horse for some reason, though. Even though Araki normally feels fine, just completely ripping off names, he switched it because the Japanese F is almost like an H and blah, 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 blah. Um, so he's, he gets off an elephant, though, because he's dropping off his like Indian girlfriend, who apparently is a princess. She, he says she's some yeah. kind of royalty. She's mm-hmm. 16. She's 16 years old. She's just 16 years old. She begs him. What Leave him alone, they say. I don't know what that one Separated by fools. But they, I don't know what he says after that. It's uh, Into the Night by Benny Mardonez. Mm. It's weird, though, because he talks about loving a teenager and, oh. and being kept away from her. Great song, though. I, a lot of older songs talk about uh, teens. Hanging out with teens, <laughs> teens and tweens. Like there's a song that's like, she was only 16. That's all I know. There's a song by City High uh, that's called 15 will, get, 15 will Get You 20. And it goes, 15 will get your... 15 will get you 20, 16 will get you 10. Don't think it can't happen to you because it happened to one of my friends. And it's about dating or having sex with a minor and not knowing it and then going to jail because of it. That's why you should card everyone at your bedroom door. Only 16 by Sam Cooke. Oh. And then there's a, she was only 15 years old. That's just Michael Caine in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> is that, I've never seen the movie. Does he discover that he had sex with someone underage and that's why he yells that? No, she gets killed by a bomb. Oh. You are only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Is it the same? That's the same scene? Yeah, bro. Really? Oh. Are you sure you don't just watch the trip and think that those two are the same scene? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Is Sam Cooke the one who says he doesn't know much about science book? Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> I also like that song. Actually, no, I don't. He says, like, he's like, don't remember the math I took, or like stuff like that. And then he just goes, don't know much about science book. And it's like, you missed a lot of words. Great harmonies. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so. So this 16-year-old royal begs him to marry her. She was like, please don't go. I love you. Please marry me. Please, 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 please. And he explains that he can't marry her because what would people think? He's just like a tramp who like travels around. Um, and it would be bad for her if they got married, even though he loves her too. Um, he says, I love you. And that is precisely why I can't marry you. Which just like that one frame is so funny to me. It's like them staring at each other. And that's just like the whole line is subtitled at once. Um, but she falls for it because she's young and naive. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Anyway, bye. Like, he says it in a very informal way. He's Poor like, girl. Anyway, bye. I love you so much. Yeah. And then he rides away, tromp, 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 on the elephant. <laughs> She's uh, going to love him forever and never marry. Yeah. He's like, it's, it'll just be better if I can just stop in and see you and just, just hold you like this every now and then. Ugh. Um, it's actually a beautiful scene. Like, the sun is setting. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he timed it. He looked at his watch and he was like, okay, I'm going to tell her when the sun sets and she's going to fall in love again. And then he goes like, hey, when she's not looking, of course. And he rides away on his elephant. And uh, he passes a mysterious figure who I think... No, uh, well, no, I think uh, uh, there's someone in the background like laughing at him. Like, hey, hey, hey. And he's like, hey, it's not nice to eavesdrop. Right. Um, as he's riding by. 
And then he stops and talks to this guy for a while. I love eavesdropping, by the way. Oh. I just like listening to people talk. Okay. <sighs> um, I kind of zoned out for a second. Where in this, There's a scene somewhere where uh, the hanged man is choking someone, and you can see that it has both thumbs on the same side. That's when Paul Nareff is flashing back to his sister dying. Ah, okay. Um, so... Then there's a scene to kind of show off their powers because we know that Whole Horse and Jay Guile, who they subtitle as Centerfold because that's a Jay Guile song, they kind of work together and they demonstrate that here a snake is slithering up on Whole Horse and it jumps and Whole Horse does this cool animation to pull out his stand, which is a gun. Stand isn't always just like a human person. It can be anything. It could be a man-made object. It could be a gun. They should put a little face on it though. The gun? Yeah, just to give it a little sense of spirit. Where would the face on the gun be? It'll be right on the trigger, just this little smiley face. On the trigger? Yeah, a tiny little smiley on the trigger. Yeah. And he goes, when you pull it, he goes, Ow! <laughs> You're hurting my face! He goes, Baba Booey. <laughs> and the bullet flies out all over the place. So he shoots the bullet at the snake, which cuts it in half. But then I guess it's still a threat or something? Yeah, the head is flying toward Jay Guile perilously. And, but then in the reflection of the bottle, we see the snake... And the hanged man comes out and slashy slashes around, and the snake is disgustingly cut into pieces. Um, I forget if they say anything else or if it just goes to the next scene. They look at the camera and they go, animals don't have rights. Yeah. (laughs) They say, now bring us a dog. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, yeah, they hurt a pig, and and then they kill the snake. But you know what's weird? They walk toward town. They don't take the elephant. I would have oh. liked to have seen like the intimacy of them riding the elephant together. Like, who would have been on the back holding the other's waist? Who do yeah. you think? It, like, do you think Jay Guile would have been in the back? I think he'd be in the back because he's hideous, so he would just hide his face. Yeah, we never see his face this whole time. Yeah, and he's wearing like a beret, though, isn't he? Doesn't he have like a military style beret on? I didn't. I, I think he does. I didn't note the type of hat. Uh, oh, I always note what kind of hats people are wearing. Whole horse, for instance, has a big wide brimmed hat, like a cowboy. What is the name for? Is it haberdashery? What, what is, is a haberdashery? That's a that? store where you buy random shit. Okay. So no. So what's a hat store? A hatterdashery? Uh, wait. What? Is, hang on. Okay. Mm, what's a, a haberdashery? It's just a hat store. Hat store is just hat store. It does say, it does say clothing such as men's uh, clothing and accessories. Okay. Yeah. So I guess a haberdashery could have hats. Thanks. This has been um, <laughs> this has been JoJo's bizarre. Okay, Google. Regardless, we know <laughs> we know that they're both cool with each other, and they've got powers and blah blah blah. And um, I just want to know what happens to the elephant. We jump ahead. Yeah, they they're, they're, they say something about with my emperor and your hanged man, we will defeat them. Yeah. And they walk away. Then we see Polnareff interviewing a bunch of Indian shopkeepers. It's pouring rain. It's pouring rain. He's asking, and the first two old men just wave him off. They literally just wave their hand. The third guy doesn't do anything. I think he just like shrugs or something. And then the fourth one, does he ask an elephant's butt, ask a cow's butt where they are? Yes. I, right? It just yeah. shows like a cow's butt just like sitting there. Yeah. If this were in the 70s, like while he was doing this, like this montage, it would be that song that BJ or whatever song that's like the raindrops are falling on my head oh right and it would be like all sepia toned and stuff that's how i would do it anyway yeah it'd be you'd be a bad director true Mm -hmm. it's a bad decision to make this is not a funny scene 
This is about loss. I thought it was funny. You talked to a cow's hopelessness. Butt. Wait, wasn't that song in Spider-Man 3? Yeah, exactly. Was it? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> when was Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3 is a good movie. I will not apologize for it. It is a super fun movie to watch no. despite being awful. Did you you said it was a good movie just now. It's not a good movie. I thought about it and you're it's right. Not a good it's movie. not a good movie, but it is fun to watch. I will watch it. I I will watch it right now. I don't think it actually is. I'm a good putting movie. it on the Blu-ray player. It's a bad movie. But I understand that it's entertaining to you. Also, physical Just media you. is over. What's over? Physical media. Mm, here's the thing about that. It's okay. still very hard to find good, high-quality streams and extras. They don't put extras anywhere. Like, I, I like the commentary track on 40-Year-Old Version. Not going to get that on Netflix. That's a great point, Mark. Yeah. You can do your own. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just here with sock puppets in the background being like, for this scene, we had to light it from the back. Um, <laughs> Please do that. Uh, no. <laughs> Please, no. Um, so Polnareff is sort of like, you know, he's not really getting anything done. And But then do we, do we cross cut back to one of the other people first? Wait, I still want to know when it plays in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> is it when he's like, is it that weird dancing scene? No, 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 no. That's something else. That's okay. like something heavier and funkier. Honestly, maybe I just like entered that in my my own Spider-Man 3 version. In yeah. Spider-Man the, 3. The, the Kirsty cut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they play uh, Staying Alive when he's strutting down the street. Right. As Venom. Oh, That's do they the really play that? Yeah, it's such a corny movie. And he like it's dances so to himself. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And he just like combs his hair in the mirror with his hand. He just like flattens it against and his forehead. Goes, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's that off-brand no. for it to be that silly. I think it's it's Ugh. fine for it to be silly like the, that. Look, the first two movies are also like over the top. Yeah. In their own way, but I, I was right. It's it in there. Play, yeah. Does it say where or just that it's in there? Uh, it, I don't know. He's like smiling happily with the glasses. Just play on. it into the mic. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, the first one has go web go, fly web fly, and he's like yeah. he can't sling the web, he can't shot web. Um, there's remember, a bunch of stupid moments because it's Sam Raimi. That's his. That's his sense of humor, and yeah. I think it's great. It's just the third one. It like took it too far. Yeah, and it took it too far. And there's like three villains. It was bad. And multiple girlfriends and stuff. It's just it's trying to do too much. And James Franco. Well, he was in the first one. I know, but when he eats the pie, do you like that part? When he goes so good. <laughs> I don't when, remember that. You don't remember that? Like I think it's like Spider Man gets like beaten up. And then he's just in the in the diner and he's eating pie. And someone's like, how's your pie? And he's like, so good. So stupid. Because he's just happy to see Peter get fucked up. <laughs> um, Spider-Man 3, rent it today. No. Oh, psych. It was Spider-Man 2. Ah. Now get out. <laughs> um, so raindrops are falling on Polnareff's head. At some point, like... A whole horse walks up, like struts up. Oh, no. You know what it is? No. He asks a, a last guy who's just like sitting. I guess the rain is over. Yeah. And he, the guy's like, oh, right over no, there. No, it's still raining. and Because you could see the raindrops not hitting. Jay Guile. Jay Guile. Which makes no sense. We still don't know why this happens. Because he's rainproof. Uh, so the guy points and he's like right there. Basically like 100 feet away. He's like, yeah, those guys. Because he's asking everyone, does anyone have two right hands? Um, what a weird question. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a good thing to look for, you know. Um, and in the OVA, don't we hear that they paid this old man to say that or yeah. something? To steer him to a certain, like, road or certain alley? But it, either either that's later or they just don't cover it in this uh, anime. I don't think they cover it in this anime. If I had to um, guess. Which I do, because I haven't seen this anime. Okay. Um, so, uh, 
Polnareff looks and he sees both of them. And yeah, he sees Jay Garl in his like anti-rain mode where there's like a, a thing around him that doesn't let him get wet. And he flashes back to his sister being killed. And he's like, never taken a shower. And there is that cool shot that I've mentioned where he's choking his sister and both of his thumbs are on the same side because he has two right hands. You think that's cool, Mark? Yeah. not A the, woman getting choked? Well, not that part. Wow. It's just an interesting way to remind What a sicko. Him. All right, fine. Um... So Polnareff sees this, but then Jay Gile suddenly goes missing. He only sees whole horse on the street, um, which is what Jay Gile does. Jay Gile goes and hides. He mm-hmm. has like a remote-ish kind of stand. He doesn't really need to be that close. Polnareff is like, where is he? And Jay Gile is like, mean, I'm taking care of you. You mean whole horse, right? What did I say? Jay Gile. Uh, whole, whole, no, sorry. Polnareff is like, where is he? And whole horse is like, I'm taking care of you. And then Polnareff talks a bunch of shit, basically. Well, like, I'm going to get the shit out of you. Whole horse goes with the whole, the gun is mightier than the sword. But he says it twice. Yeah. And the OVA had a very extended monologue, didn't it? Like, he talked forever about that, I thought. I don't remember. In the OVA, you just hear Norio Wakamoto talking forever about the gun being mightier than the sword. Yeah, it's probably boring. No, I thought it was cool. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, so Polnareff is talking shit and... Uh, uh, what's his face? Whole horse is like, <laughs> Dio is right about you. Something about I don't know about him being a cocky, stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, that you'll let, <laughs> that, that you'll. <laughs> I think you've embellished it a little. <laughs> well, something you know, something like that. That he would let his guard down. I guess that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, whole horse does Miles. I heard you laugh at this. He does the villain thing where he's like, before I kill you, I'm going to tell you how my stand works. Oh um, yeah. Um, but he doesn't. The thing. The thing to remember here is A, Whole Horse is very cocky and showy. And B, Whole Horse uh, doesn't really tell him how it works either. Mm, um, that's true. But at some point, I don't remember if there's any important dialogue we're missing. I He's know just like, guns beat swords. So I win. And that's he, it. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he brings up Shogi. Yeah. He's in Stratego. This, Stratego. In the dub, they go with Stratego. But in the you can hear them in Japanese saying shogi, which is like Japanese chess. I think I've played Stratego once in my life. It's fun. They should have just said Pokemon because it's like Pokemon. Like, it is like Pokemon. This was, this <laughs> water was before Pokemon. Water beats fire and fire beats grass and grass beats water. This is like four years before Pokemon though. They can't do that. I know. I was joking. Pokemon oh. is eternal. I I like using Pokemon. for. I feel like you can find a way to explain anything using Pokemon. Oh. It's great. Did you see the new Pokemon game is coming out called Pokemon Go Pikachu and Pokemon Go Eevee? Did you see a new Fallout is fucking coming out? Yeah, we did. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, I'm going to take like yeah, a month off to play. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Same. I can do that, but... We should delete that part. You probably could. <laughs> no! When you're like, I have the flu, <laughs> loads Fallout. <laughs> I can't do I'm that. I'm going on medical leave. Yeah, just say you had a baby. So yeah, say, say you... <laughs> Oh, there you go. I'm going to get pregnant now, so by the time it comes out... You don't have to get pregnant, Jackie. Use that maternity leave, baby. Also, I hate to tell you this, but you have to take care of the baby when you're on maternity no, leave. No, you just play Fallout. That's you just true. get pregnant. Just bounce that baby on your knee and put the controller on the other. Yeah, exactly. The baby will grow up being like a nuclear bomb hit. Um, you can find out how to do this on our parenting podcast, baby. I wonder if there there is a... A horrible person out there who's trying to have a baby just so that they can have time off to play Fallout. Mm. You'd have to really hate your job to just like have a baby so you can leave work for a while and you get paid for it. Yeah. But that's how much You'd I You'd also hate. have to live in a better country that would like <laughs> let you do that. Lol, lol, lol. We have maternity leave. Some, if, you're, sort if, of. if your job offers it and a lot of companies either don't well, or it's like very 
minimal. Yeah, and you won't get a raise anymore. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry that oh, yeah. I don't hate America as much as you two do. How much do you hate America? Like a whole lot. Oh my God. I hate it worse than you do. Because America killed my sister. Um, <laughs> with two right hands. With two right hands. With two Delawares. Well, I don't know, whatever America's right hand would be. America's it's like it's like middle of the East Coast on the right, and it was the first state to be ratified. I think it would be Massachusetts, because it's got that little, you know, the Cape, the the Cape Cod. That's a little handy. Okay, sure. Um, or Maine is like an uppercut. Regardless, no, Maine is the head. Oh, true. And Florida's the dick. <laughs> Jersey's the the armpit. No. Yes. Texas would be the dick, and Florida would be the front paws. No, Florida's like a, a waggly little dick. No, Florida's like the foot. All right. All right. It's a foot. Uh, listeners, write in and tell us about America's anatomy, <laughs> especially if you're not from America, <laughs> especially if you're an outsider. We'd love to hear about uh, it. We'd, uh, like, we'd like to just hear you without looking it up. Tell us all 50 states. I like how none of you objected to me saying Jersey was the armpit. Jersey is. It's such a, <laughs> it's such a tired armpit. joke that I just ignored it. Is it a real joke? Is it a joke people yeah, know? Yeah, people do call New Jersey uh, the armpit of America. Okay. Yeah, it's very common. And you know what? I've given up trying to argue with them people just don't want to know how great it Juice, does did you smell weird sometimes it does smell weird sometimes sometimes have you been in newark true yeah so. newark is it's sort of its own thing but it's, that, it's near those oil refineries yeah off the turnpike that's the thing is people drive through the turnpike and they're like new jersey stinks and it's like yeah you went through the oil refineries in elizabeth why don't you go through the pine barren that's like by far the worst part of the state yeah it's the worst part of the state to drive through anyway i mean i think it's maybe fine. there's like a cool pool hall or something Being called the there. armpit isn't all bad though you know sometimes the armpits so good <laughs> you put deodorant on True. yeah exactly there you go we we're, all need armpits we're the deodorant of uh <laughs> of uh armpit america <laughs> um what would we be like without armpits so much better let's think about how would weird... we just have no would our arms be attached to our bodies I, like oh yeah. and only your elbow is where your arms come out yeah yeah like your arms are just stuck there you just be like, be like another armpit. yeah you'd have the elbow pit <laughs> my elbow pit is never a problem though i do put deodorant on it though anyway is that true no that's not true okay shit 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 <laughs> um so Polnareff is talking to Whole Horse. Whole so, Horse tells Pol- him it's like Shogi and like the, yeah. the fucking gun beats the sword. He talks a lot of shit. What are you going to say? Just that. Just that. And then he draws his gun. Wait, before that, they both just laugh for a while. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> again, in the OVA, it was way longer. What do they laugh about? I don't remember. <laughs> they say something stupid. And then it it just cuts to like, like they do a, a zoom out. And it's just it's a wide shot, all yeah. these Indians looking at these two white men laughing at each other yeah. in the street. Later, by the way, uh, when this is a, when this is uh, occurring, um, okay. So basically, what happens is I'll, I'll, I'll jump into what I'm about, is, uh, speaking of people talking about the fight. Is so yeah, they both draw their weapons. Whole horse fires a bullet, and uh, Polnareff pulls out Silver Cherry. And I like this. He uses a power a second time. You know that I like any time power is used more than once. That means that it's not. Like a stupid ass pull, one time use power. So he does the armor takeoff, where Silver Chariot has no armor but moves really fast. And he says, Silver Chariot's like a bullet. And he goes to mm. cut the bullet in half with his ipe. Uh, but the bullet just kind of missed me with that bullshit. And just it goes, kind of whoop. slides around the sword. Um, and it goes, ouch. 
<laughs> the sword very quietly goes, no, 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 no. And goes around it right towards Polnareff's head. But suddenly, Abdul runs in and tackles Polnareff. And the bullet goes wide. But it actually just circles right up into the air. Like it pulls up almost. Can we just pause and talk about Abdul is such a hero and such a wonderful saint of a man. He was. R.I.P. True. R.I.P. But in this moment... Rest in Polnareff's fate? In this moment, I was like, Pretty wow. Big. So Abdul must have been like watching Polnareff's dumbass because <laughs> he knew he was going to get himself killed. And then he goes and he risks his life to tackle him and save him. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? What a guy. Uh, what so are you supposed to do? You say, fuck that guy. He just like called me names and ran away and he's about to go get his head chopped off and I'm fine with it. Wow. Jackie is spiteful, and I will keep note of that. I don't forgive. Very true. Easily. You're like Rick Rick Ross. Um, This is also, uh, you know, it explains why it's the whole, um, what's his name? Who's the kid that I hate? Koichi. Koichi. It's the whole, like, Koichi alignment. If you hate Koichi, you don't forget. I feel like, didn't you make an exception for Yukako? Uh, why? Because you think she's cool and stuff, even though she like, oh, is it cause she, because she tortured Koichi into learning that you like her? Because remember, you I like her because she's cool. But she's a bad person. She tries to no. force people to be her boyfriend. No, she was she, trying to improve Koichi. Yeah. To be her boyfriend, though. And he should be grateful. Oh, for, I never. I don't have a beef with any of the villains necessarily. I have a beef with Koichi for being cool with all the people that try to kill him or forget, try to kill his parents. People. But there was something recently where you admitted that you. I don't forget. You were interested in forgiveness, or you liked that a character forgave another one, and you were a hypocrite. But whatever. Uh, okay, <laughs> forgiveness is okay if like there if if there's like a reason like no, only God forgives. Right. There has to be like they have to apologize. They have to like go through some shit. They have to repent. Um, all right, Vatican. Um, so Abdul tackles him. The bullet goes way up, and and whole horse says, "What an unfortunate time for an intruder intruder to appear." Um, which he's not just saying like, "Oh no," he's basically saying like, "That's bad for the intruder." Um, be- a, a, a cigarette flies into Whole Horse's mouth, and I don't remember when. Because it, he threw the cigarette uh, up in the air when he shot Polnareff. That's right, and then he mm. catches it in his mouth. At Guys, this point, isn't smoking cool? Look, it is cool. Why isn't it blurred out when he smokes? He's an adult. Oh. Joe thought I was confirmed seventeen. Yeah. Why isn't it blurred out when he is with a sixteen-year-old? Like just blur the sixteen-year-old? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that would be weird for me to be talking to a bunch of pixels. What if he's nineteen? Isn't that okay? <sighs> Man, I don't know. Let me pull out my big book of Japanese laws. This isn't Japan. Oh, actually, under your question, it just says, who cares? Oh. It's interesting. So it's a short book. I just wanted to get to the, the part that, that I think is really funny um, that I want to talk about is once this happens, um, Joseph or I think Kakyoin is alerted to the fact that there's something happening because these Indian spectators say, hey, there's a weird fight going on over there. And... I think it must be a weird fight for them because it's just two dudes staring at each other because they can't see stands. Only stand users can see that. So they just see one guy stick his hand out like he's holding a gun and one guy just kind of poses as like, we suppose an armored knight appears. And then one guy tackles the other guy. As if he is going to get shot by an invisible bullet. Yeah. The other guy catches his cigarette in his mouth. Um, So they're like, this is a weird fight because they don't see any of the stand action. So Kakuin rolls up 
But just in time to see that, you know, Abdul tackled Polnareff and was saying, like, you idiot, see, you were going to get killed. Like, I come, I find you, and what exact, what's happening? And Polnareff, I think, is still like, I didn't need you. But then uh, he's, Abdul is over a puddle. Polnareff is a horrible person. He is. But he's, he's, but he's very so likable in other episodes, but he's just bad here. I like him here, too. No. Um, and Abdul, I mean, he's wrong. He's, he's, he's wrong for what he's doing. He's but. an asshole. I don't forgive. So it's going to take me a little while to forgive Polnareff wow. for this. Um, so Abdul was like over a puddle. So um, basically in the puddle, we see the hanged man come out. And the hanged man grabs Abdul's reflection, which affects him in real life. He grabs him and then jams his knife blade into his back. So he stabs him in the back. Stabs him to death. Which causes him to kind of recoil and throw his head back. And then whole horse's bullet, which had been curving up in the air this whole time, uh, hits Abdul in the forehead. And he falls down dead. After having been stabbed and shot like the snake we saw. Except reverse order. Um, Because he was killed by the two of them. And Kakyoin's like, no, 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 it's a small wound. He's fine. But then he's not fine. And we see like his essence kind of leave his body almost like he's Is a, that what that is? It looks I like think st- so. I thought it was steam. It looks like steam I thought it coming was, out of him. Like I thought he's it, just heating up. I thought it was steam from um, Magician's Red because maybe... Mm. Magi- oh, yeah, he called Magician's Red at one point. Mm. Right? Yeah, he did. He, it like comes out and then he gets stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Like immediately. Right. And Horus goes, good thing he died because my stand is very weak against Magician's Red. Yeah, because we said both of their stands gu- uh, are fire beats guns. Yeah, that's part of rock paper scissors. Right. You ever play a fire gun sword? Yeah, you know who wins. Yeah, fire beats both of them. It's a really boring game. <laughs> Everyone just picks fire. Um, so yeah, he's dead. Kakyoin's upset, and Polnareff spits in the dirt and then kicks it, turning his back to Kakyoin. And he says, like, oh, he's so annoying. Like, he died interfering, you know, to help me. He's like, what an idiot. He's being an arrogant asshole. And Kakyoin's like, he just saved your life. How could you say that about him? And Polnareff is like, I, he's like, I find it so annoying. And then we see his tears are hitting the ground. His manly tears. Which has changed. So manly. Manly tears filled with sperm. What? <laughs> In the comic, the tears hit his boots. I don't know why that was noted, but for some reason they hit the ground here. And then Polnareff turns back to Kakyoin and we see that he's crying very heavily for Abdul's death. Basically, he was just putting on a show there to kind of seem manly about it or be like, see, I told him. He's but like, he couldn't fool us, could he, Mark? He's like, I hate when people get hurt because of me. I hate that people get hurt for my, my sake. Um, and so Polnareff with his thumb up, I don't know why he's, he has a thumb up and is crying like crazy is where we get the to be continued arrow. And that's the episode. Kakyoin is shaking Abdul a lot. Yeah, he's like rattling him. Yeah, he's like, you're not dead, you're not dead. But he shouldn't move his body that much if there is any chance that he could come back. That's true. He could just be shaking. Well, it is a stand bullet. Who knows? But yeah, you're right. You don't want to... If someone has a broken bone, don't move them. They should have called a stand ambulance. A stambulance? (laughs) Yeah. What if the stambulance just backed up and rolled over someone's head? (laughs) Why aren't the... That's a reference. Is it a reference to uh, part four? You're damn right it is. I knew it was a reference, for the record. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to... F- what was I Kishi, there's a stand battle later that's won by an ambulance driver accidentally backing over someone's head. It's great. Kishi, what'd you think of this app? Wait, I had a question. What? <laughs> um, what? Why didn't Jake Isle and Whole Horse just kill them now while they're all crying? I don't know. Well, next episode, we'll see what they do. Okay. 
But I mean, he could. They could have just killed him right now. They're high fiving each other. <laughs> okay. Just yeah, 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 <laughs> high fiving over and over again. That's why in the bed while he's crying, you just hear like in the background just. Yeah, yeah. So Kirsty, would <laughs> that you could think be taken very wrong? Because yeah. this episode, it was great. Did you I like it? I loved it. It was actually pretty good. It was funny too. Like you know, just the whole bunch of racist thoughts on India, <laughs> and then there's elephants and a perverted pig, and then <clears throat> tis a flesh wound, and then to be continued. Yeah. Yeah. It's different, right, from part one. Yeah. Stuff. It's completely different. It's much better. Yeah, it is better. It is better. I mean, look, they're all unique and different, but as far as like pacing goes, part one and two can be kind of slow, specifically part one, even though it's very short. There's definitely some fights where I'm like, I don't really care that much. But part three, it feels like every episode is like, this is interesting. I don't think part two is slow. I don't know. They're just because there's, there's like really... I thought it was all interesting. There's not that many villains, so there's sometimes... There's Nazis. It's true. Jackie loves Nazis. There's fucking Nazis. pillar men guys being all gorgeous it's true i haven't seen all of them but part four is still my favorite mm. well yeah i mean of the anime you can say which one's your favorite you pretty much have seen all you've seen all except for finishing this one yeah but, but what if i love this one i don't you already saw the ova so you know what happens i did really like the ova yeah the, well, the second half of it yeah i feel like you're pretty patriotic so you might really love part seven part seven does That's it so take place in the revolutionary away. war no. Actually, you might like part five because you're Italian. True. Full-blooded Italian. It's canon. It's canon. Um, I like this episode. I like this. Uh, this whole battle is very interesting to me, seeing the two of them team up. It upsets me. Makes Did you me cry sad. the first time you saw this? Mark. Uh, no. Jackie. Uh, the only episode that made me cry was the end of part two. All, all of the, all of the, like the last couple of episodes. Lisa, of Lisa, two. just being a useless piece of garbage. Yeah. Because writing. Um. Yeah. Jackie's just mad at Polnar for being such a huge dick. Kirsty, any tears? No. Sam. Even when you watched part one the first time and you you didn't watch it for a year, did you cry at how boring it was? Did you? Tears shed of tears? annoyance. Yeah. Tears no. of being annoyed. <laughs> I probably freaked out the first time I saw this and was like, no, is Abdul dead? He can't be dead. You can't kill Abdul. Yeah, he's been with us since part two when he was a boy in New York. No, they're not the same character. I think they are. One's name is Smokey Brown. Yeah, but he converts to Islam and changes his name. Like Cassius Clay became Muhammad Ali. And also becomes a fortune teller? Yeah. You sure? Everyone has to get a job. He didn't have a job when he was a child. I, uh, no, he he, he went to college things. and majored in fortune telling. No, 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 wait. They, they tell us the end of last uh, and, and the end of uh, yeah. He becomes that a politician. Season. Yeah, he's a politician, and he's like fat. A politician is a sort of fortune teller. Oh. No, they're not. What the fuck is that? They predict the future. They that's go, like I'm going to make everything great. That's fortune telling. That's like if you said, "Oh, a starfish is just like a dinosaur." You know. I think what Miles is saying is that. Politicians lie and fortune tellers lie because right. they can't. So yeah. that also, I'll take. politicians have short careers. This could be his retirement. Like maybe he got voted out in some sort of scandal, or maybe he got voted out because he converted to Islam, and people weren't ready for that in America. Mm. Or he got voted out because he was fortune telling. Yeah, they were like, "What are we going to do about the education system?" And he was like, "Well, pulls out I'm some tarot cards. the five of cups." <laughs> and they were like, "Please leave the office." Same character. All right. So Smokey has a stand. Yes. Yep. Okay. 
He was in part two. He was like, guys, look, and he's just like setting shit on fire. And they're like, anyway, <laughs> and he's like, do you guys see this? There's a bird with flames. Hello. Um, I'm nodding. Yeah, it's a good arc. I'm a little bummed that you know we already saw this in the OVA, so I wish it were fresher in my memory and I could compare the two. And instead, it feels like we're retreading the same ground because they both faithfully adapt this. Because this is one of the stronger points of part three, arguably. Um, I don't like Abdul leaving the series, but it's okay. Doesn't he come back? Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> but in this part, Araki did want him dead. I don't understand how he comes back from this. I feel like it was left yeah. more open-ended in the OVA. Like, I, I believe... There's more wiggle room I for be- him not I, being dead? I believe when it was written, Araki intended him dead, and then fans were so angry about that that he wrote excuses as to why he wasn't dead and that he came back to life. It's very convoluted. Ugh. It's even worse than the anime and the comic because there's this thing where you see his dad, but then it's not his dad. It's really weird. Wow. You didn't you didn't have to see that in the OVA, but you'll see it in this. You'll also see an amusement park, Grim Reaper controlled by a baby in your dreams. That is not made up. That happens. Don't spoil it for Miles. I'm advertising it to Kirstie. No, just tell me. I want Kirstie to watch this show. <laughs> Are you, you going to watch the show? I'll watch this show. Yeah, watch it. Watch it with your boyfriend instead of watching Naruto for the millionth time. No, I need to watch Naruto. How much, how much more Naruto do you have? Uh, I just really want to get to the fight with Naruto versus Pain, and then I'll be just happy. How and then I'll rewatch Naruto? it another year. <clears throat> it's long. Hmm. You're on Shippuden, which is what, like a, a second arc or something? Basically, yeah. It's like Naruto, like for the first part of Naruto, uh, it ends when he leaves to train with Jiraiya. And then uh, Shippuden starts with Nerdo returning about two years later uh, with Jiraiya. And he's like, wow, everything's changed. I'm so strong and amazing now. And then he's really not. <laughs> and then what is, is Borto his kid? Yeah. Um, so Nerdo, he gets a bald spot. He has two kids. Uh, he's an awful dad. And so is Sasuke, which is what a surprise, right? Sasuke being a bad dad. I, I wouldn't know, but I'm just going to say, yep. He's not a rad dad. He's a bad I mean, dad. to kids, he's super rad, so. Yeah. In JoJo's, everyone has a bad dad. Like, all the protagonists, without fail, they all have shitty relationships with their dad. Yeah. They're or, all bad dads. Or, I think that's just a Japanese thing, I guess. It might be. Yeah. Aw. I can see why they keep uh, Abdul being alive. I I can see why he's they He's great. Keep, I know. Well, I was going to say... Uh, I can see why they kept that from Polnareff because fuck that guy. <laughs> He's yeah. being such a dick. Like if I died and you were an asshole to me, Polnareff, I wouldn't want you to know I was alive either. I would want you to feel guilty. I don't think Abdul is that spiteful. I I think I think Abdul. I think I relate to Abdul in many ways. It's true. You are a fortune teller. Yes. You can summon a screaming bird. Yes. Whenever you want. Um, your hair is identical. I've never noticed. Um, yeah. I like Abdul. Um, there were there were some minor differences between the anga, the anga, the manga, and this episode. Um, mainly, like I said, there's just some things like uh, the rain. His tears don't fall on his boots; they fall on the ground. Whatever. They do an extra um, scene with raindrops or something to show that Jay Guy always hopping between all the raindrops. I think they don't really show it that much in the anime. They cut that. And like I said, I think they cut down his speech about gun versus sword. Um, and in the OVA, it's Norio Wakamoto doing Whole Horse's voice, who I love. 
Norio Wakamoto. He's Johnny in Guilty Gear, and he's uh, the main guy in Helsing, I think, or one of the main characters. Is he in SpongeBob SquarePants? He could be in the Japanese dub of SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't know. Nice. But this whole horse does a good job. It reminds me, though, that these episodes remind me how much I love Paul Narf's voice actor. He's very clear. He's very eloquent sounding. Does he have a French accent? I don't think so. No. I can't really tell you accents in Japanese. Hmm. Anyway, you can write to us if you want at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can tweet to us at jjbpod. You can Skype us uh, at Mark. No, um, you can find us on Reddit. We're on the Stardust we're in the Stardust Crusaders subreddit. All our posts are there by the user JJBPod. Uh, you can follow us on fucking iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher, all your favorite podcast apps, and hopefully soon we'll be on Spotify, which does podcasts now. What makes you think we're going to be on Spotify? Well, I submitted a request. Mm-hmm. Please. Please, Spotify, if you're listening, and we know you are. Spotify's office is right near mine. Oh, my God. Can we go? Should I bust it down the door and be like, hey. Put on our podcast. You like anime? Put on our podcast or I'll play our ads into your office. And they'll be like, anything but that. Mm. That's how Spotify makes all their money. They, they have like an advertiser. And they'll like, give us a commercial. And the advertiser's like, here it is. And Spotify's like, can you make it 10 times more fucking annoying? And they're like, yeah. Can you play it every 15 minutes? And Spotify's like, yeah. And then you end up buying the subscription just to end the pain. Listen, just get a family plan. Well, you're doing that, actually. Yeah. We're in the process of doing that. And you are our son, if anyone asks. You and Mary are our children. And yes, you're related. I'm already on a family plan. With whomst? Not Mary. (laughs) (gasps) To be continued?